Welcome to Subliminal Message Studios, ladies and gentlemen, where we will cover local news, we will cover world news, we will cover what's going on out in Ukraine, we will cover what's going on with Sleepy Biden's underwear because he doesn't know how to change his own pants, we will cover China, we will cover Putin, we will cover many other things, including what's going on with our local area. I'm talking about Mutual of Omaha getting about $1.6 billion from the American Heroes Act after they covered around $250 million over the past two years and just profit. That's not including the profit that the CEOs made. That's not including the profits that any other manager made. We will cover the new, um, uh, uh, new elephant that we just got adorned to our our zoo he is a four-legged little elephant walking around such a cute little guy and we will also cover the new landscaping that we will uh, be creating out in eastern nebraska there is so much more that we have to get to ladies and gentlemen but the only way we're going to get to it is if we step right into it so let's go i am your host leonardo and this is subliminal message studios yeah gentlemen now we have a lot going on in this world and not even just that man you know ain't there always a lot going on period you know i was talking to this old timer and one of the things he was uh, telling me he's like he has no he was telling me he's like you know i have no idea how the newer generation how you guys keep up with all this stuff like that and i was trying to explain to him well we really really don't um keep up with all even the new generation the new kids that are growing up they're not really keeping up with the trend because there's a trend every new two seconds and technology has just so expanded with ourselves and not the individuals around us it's hard to say, like, you know what I mean, what we're really, really, really um, 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 up to date on, you know what I mean? I don't think anyone's really, really up to date. I know for a fact I'm not up to date, unless it ain't real news and the real shit that's affecting you. I have no idea what is cool, what is trendy right now. I don't know. But what I do know for a fact... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what I do know for a fact is the Nebraska um, Nebraska logo is getting a new look. You see, apparently, uh, apparently, when I said uh, that uh, the woke left is coming to Nebraska, no one listened. Everyone just thought I was just, you know what I mean, being one of those, you know, conspiracy theorists or, you know what I mean, one of those uh, uh, silly sallies, naughty nancies, whatever you want to call. But get this, guys. Nebraska Nebraska alters Herbie Husker cartoon to avoid white supremacy link. The <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but when I first saw this and when I first actually read about this, I started cracking up to a fucking astounding point because this is basically new. This is only uh, January 29th. Okay, guys. So this is very, very new. And get this. The picture of the original Herbie Husker is is him holding up an OK sign, you know, the, the, the circle with the, you know, three hands, you know what I mean? He's holding up the OK sign, whatever. Well, somehow, we're trying to, we're getting rid of that because we want to avoid white supremacy, uh, avoid the link between white supremacy and Herbie Husker. Now, it, it boggles my mind how... <laughs> 
how we're how we never denounced it. You know what I mean? Like if this isn't some of the most racist shit, like you know what I mean? The fact, okay, how is this not racist? It's not that we changed it because we don't like white supremacy here in the Midwest. Which let's face the facts, ladies and gentlemen, if you're here in the Midwest, you're already if if you're in Nebraska, everyone already thinks you're racist. If that's not already racist enough, you know, which is a formality, you know what I mean? Like, oh, the same people that think you're racist because you're from Nebraska, that's racist for them saying that because they're being prejudiced towards you just because you live somewhere, which might be have a little racism to them. Now, my point being is the fact that we're not denouncing white supremacy. We're just saying we want to avoid the white supremacy link. You know what I mean? Let me go into this, all right? The Nebraska Cornhuskers uh, gave its cartoon mascot an upgrade to make sure there were no associations between Herbie Husker and white supremacy. You got to be fucking kidding me. Now, listen to this, guys. This is how far it's gone. In the original logo, Herbie Husker is making an okay gesture. Some over the last few years have connected a symbol to white supremacy, the three straight fingers making a W, and the circle formed uh, next to an extended finger making a P. All right. Now here's a here's some of the uh, some of the um the the uh, you know some of the other rhetoric that's coming out. All right. Now the concern about the hand gesture was brought to our attention about our apparel provider and others. We decided to move forward with the revised Herbie Husker logo. Nebraska Athletics said in a statement to the Association Press, the process of changing the logo began in 2020, and we updated our brand guideline, our brand new guidelines in July of 2021. The revised logo is now the only Herbie Husker mark available to license. All right. Now the Herbie Husker um, is holding his his index finger to the air with his one finger with his thumb to the side and his other uh, fingers um, uh, pinched in with each other, basically making the power of the people sign. How is that not any? Uh, how, how is that any better? Do we we don't want to be linked to Black Lives Matter? Do we? How are they not racist? Oh, they're not racist. What? They're not racist because they destroy and, and beat and kill their own people. Right on. <laughs> you know what I mean? But this is just amazing to me. Uh, but get this. Sorry. The hand gesture could, in some circles, represent something that does not represent what Nebraska athletes is about. Nebraska's athletic department's licensed and branding director, Lana Hendricks, told the Flatwater Press, Free Press, I'm sorry, we just didn't even want to be associated with portraying anything that somebody might think, you know, you know, that means white power. <laughs> Oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me, dude. Like, this is historical. We made that change as quick as we could, she said. The Anti-Defamation League had listed the OK Jester in its hate symbol list. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The Anti-Defamation League, that's what it's all about. You see, if you flip up a middle finger, you're, you know, that's not hate. <laughs> that's not in there. They, I want you guys to go on the Anti-Defamation League and, and take a look of what their list of gestures are. You would be surprised on how pointed towards it's all right wing. It's all right wing gestures. But middle finger gang signs, none of that on there. None of that on there. So you can go to your Nebraska, your local Nebraska football game, flip up the fucking blood signs to your coach, and we'll just, all right, dog, I'm going to keep on moving forward. I'm going to keep... 
I'm sorry, but I know that I know that's not funny, but it kind of is, ain't it? All right. And if that's not fucking enough, all right. If that if that is not enough, we have a body that was found behind Benson High School. Yeah. You know, you're going on the way to school. You know what I mean? You're in first class. Just got done, just got done eating, you know, breakfast. You think to yourself, you know, I'm going to sneak out to smoke a black out, you know, because kids are little assholes, right? So they, he sneaks out. And this is, I'm just talking shit right now, right? This is not what happened. But he sneaks out and, you know, he's with his friends and his friend, you know, there's always that one friend that looks to the other friends and he's just like, hey, y'all, y'all want to see a dead body? <laughs> And they go, and they go behind the school, and it's Elvis Presley with his ass in the hair. I'm so sorry. I'm so. All right, this is how my mind works. I'm making fun of a dead body being found behind a high school. This is horrible. Well, you gotta have some humor in it, don't you? I mean, maybe a little bit. But get this, guys. Uh, this is what um, our OPD said. A death investigation is underway. Underway. Let me um uh, refrain. Let me first let me um configure myself and how to speak a uh, perfect language, a perfect English, I should say, without any um extra provocative on it. But it's very hard for me to, to do that. Let me reiterate: a death investigation is underway after a body was found behind Benson High School. Omaha police confirm an unknown male was found on the ground with wounds to the face, so he got his ass beat and probably got beat to death. That's even worse. Great. Um. How are they saying it's un uh, unknown male? I hate when police say that. All right, let, I'm okay, ladies and gentlemen. I, I'm going to uh, tell you guys something that um, if you didn't already know, this is a uh, uh, so this is kind of you know 2021. I know, right? Woo! We're totally fucked. New world order. Here we come. No, no, no. I know that. I understand. But um, it's 2022, right? Um, and uh. uh you see, we have technology that can ID bodies, um, and police have them. Most, well, I should say, most police uh, have them nowadays uh, in their cars, where they have a, a certain kind of, um, let's call this kind of a, a, a chip, or not? It's not really a chip. It's more of like an ID kind of a thing, where they can put it on your finger and it scans your, uh, it scans your the imagery, the uh, the the imagery on your finger. In which case, they can take that back to the car, run run your fingerprint through the database, and if you've been in the police precinct, if you've been in jail, if you've been through anything, if you registered through anything, your information will come up. So whenever I hear, whenever I, I get I get mind boggled whenever I hear police say, "Well, an unknown male, an unknown assailant," you know what I mean? Even though he's dead and are in the fucking corner right now, and we have already had the medical investigation find out why he's dead, what he got killed from, inform their families, all sorts of shit, but they're still gonna go ahead and tell us an unknown male, an unknown unknown assailant. I mean, come on now, guys. And if you didn't know that, let me um, light up this goddamn cigarette real quick. Oh, I just took the Lord's name in vain. I'm sorry, Lord. My bad. My bad. Nothing. Like, straight up. Um, but, uh, no, whenever they say an un unknown male, it's unknown, unknown anything, uh, that's more for the tabloids. That's more for the press. They might, because there is, there is, um, you know, the Fourth Amendment, you know what I'm saying? There is some privacy there. 
so it's not every time the police can give the name right away. That being said, which is one of the reasons why I'm thinking, you know, they said, you know, unknown male, you know. Anyways, authorities say a woman walked behind the building for an unknown reason and saw what appeared to be someone lying on the ground. The woman then called first responders who later revealed the man had died. The cause of death and the reason for the body be, being behind the building are unknown. Now, this is on, uh, ongoing investigation. Uh, however, they are saying he was found with um major major wounds on his face um you know i i'm not a rocket science or anything like that but you know something 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 tells me that he might have gotten ass beat might have been gang related if it may not have been gang related might have been bum related you know what i mean we are bringing in a whole lot of bums they're all coming to the midwest because you see even the bums are smart now <laughs> You guys remember that South Park, that South Park episode where, you know what I mean, change, you, let, you need change. If you guys haven't seen, there's a South Park episode where uh, the boys, the boys of South Park have to have to take all the bums out of South Park and they take them all to California and they and they take these uh, bums all out of, out of their out of South Park by using change. Like I'm just like quarters, you know, like change. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And um I shit you not, that is what's going on right now, only it's the opposite. Like, all the bums are smart, and they all know they've bled California, New York City, and all the eastern and western states dry, so they're all coming to the Midwest talking about, change? You guys yeah, spare change? <laughs> I'm, I, I'm so sorry. That's kind of, alright, that was a little over the top, I understand, but that shit is hilarious to me, I'm sorry, it's, it's funny as hell to me. Anyways. Um, massive fire destroys home. Now, sends one man to the hospital. Omaha firefighters were called to the area of 85th and Cass Streets around 4.30 a.m. What the fuck were you doing at 4.30? I'm up at 3.30, but what the hell was your excuse? If you're not working, then what were you doing, crackhead? No. <laughs> All right, my bad. All right, let me get back to this. Omaha firefighters were called to a house fire near 85th and Cass Streets around 4.30 Sunday morning. Firefighters on the scene said the house was fully engulfed and it is destroyed. Smoke could be seen from miles away. I was wondering what that was. I'm not even kidding you. I smelled something in there when I was, I stepped outside for a cigarette this morning. I actually smelled something in there. It smelled a lot like, um, uh, you know, bad decisions and late night hookers, but I don't know. Investigators say only one person, a man in his 80s, lived in the home at the time. Firefighters listed him in serious condition. God damn, man. Neighbors said they saw that what appeared to be a tree on fire within minutes, then front row had surged through the entire home. They said the man who lived in the home got out and was covered in suit and in shock. According fi around 5.30 a.m., crews told KETV Newswatch 7, they were still trying to turn off the gas to the home, but the flames were made too dangerous. Investigators say the home did not have smoke detector, and it was a total loss. Now, uh, this out. Excuse me. This is one of the uh, quotes by John Clark. I was shocked, actually, because this house has been here for as long as I have been here, and it just stood out and was just pretty shocked. Unlike the other little small houses that have been here, this is two-story house that had all the windows in front and just stood out. Not only because there was commercial property being built all around it, but because it was also so iconic. I, um, you know what, just getting into it, you know, I'm not that big of a conspiracy theorist. And this isn't me being, you know what I mean, like digging into it too much. But, you know, I hope to God someone didn't start this fire. 
Um, because there's an ongoing investigation to determine the cause right now. But um, uh, more uh, more just quotes from this uh, John Clark. You just wonder about the story for him and how long he's been there at the house. And now all his things are up in flames and he's hurting. And that's just sad. You damn right. That's sad, man. Um, that I have no words and I have I honestly have nothing to say um, when it comes to that, because that is uh, that is very troubling. And um you know, um, of course, if anyone can help that, uh, help that, uh, that younger gentleman, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I, I, well, I mean the older gentleman, um, but if anyone can help him, um, my donations are being set up, uh, it looks like towards a goodwill and it looks like he is, uh, going to set up a GoFundMe account. Um, now the name and uh, the name and all that has not been released. I haven't got the name. Um, but if you can find him, I'll be staying, I'll be staying, uh, uh, uh staying, um, vigilant of the situation with that man because that sucks man and i hope to god the fire itself you know what i mean um the fire itself wasn't started over nefarious ways um now um moving forward i'm sorry now this year's celebration will be one to remember date set for omaha's memorial park concert Oh shit! Apparently, is going down for Memorial con uh, Concert. Who wants to bet? Who wants to bet that the city of Omaha is actually paying through this, paying for this because of us? You see, they just gave uh, Mutual of Omaha 1.6 billion dollars because they want to build their own skyscraper, get rid of our books, and burn the shit out of them, and then put a skyscraper downtown. I wonder if this is one of their oh, well, turn your blind eyes, people. Look at what big party we're giving you. This is like fucking ancient Rome. Where the where they were literally raping and pillaging their own people, and then what they gave them to literally make turn their minds off and turn their blinds eye turn the blind eye to what's really going on, they're giving them a celebration, right? This is this is like Babylon, I swear to God. Big old celebration to turn your fucking eyes towards Mutual of Omaha getting 1.6 billion dollars, and then not even just that. When people ask them. If they were the original, uh, if they if they have already bought the land out under the public school library, they say no, we we don't respond to rumors, and then they openly talk about it on Fox Forty Two. I mean, you know. But anyways, here you go, my fellow Babylonians. Here's your distraction. Once you guys go to your uh, Memorial Park concert, watch all the fireworks get blown up, and then have and then and then all on top of that, our mayor will go or go on TV talking about how you guys deserve it. This is for Omaha. No, we're paying for this shit because you just gave Mutual of Omaha 1.6 billion dollars. I'm sorry, Gene, but this is fucking ridiculous. All right. Now, anyways, the city of Omaha celebrates America concert scheduled for Friday, July 22nd. The event typically scheduled for Memorial Park Day weekend has been moved back to accommodate the yet-to-be-announced national headliner, according to the city of Omaha. We are excited to push the concert back into the prime of summer, Mayor Gene Stotworth said in a statement. We know this year's celebration will be one to remember. Yeah, what are you going to do? blow up the fucking precinct and we want to make sure everyone can put it in their calendar and start making plans now last year's event was moved to late august and featured with Cleve jean and elvis costello and the layout boys and, lay and the layabouts the 2020 concert was canceled due to the pandemic the concert will again be free to the public and includes a fireworks show set to start around 10 p.m local bands and musicians will also be able to submit some music videos to be shown or video screens throughout the day uh, so, yeah, mark your calendar, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? 
mark your mother effing calendar because that is what's really important. It's not, you know, you know, um, well, you know, what's really, really just amazing me on how what should be, what should be one of the at least, at least, um, at least somewhat um, head news is Nebraska um, uh, joining the convention of the states. to ratify and to nullify the Biden administration bringing in and completely changing the geographic of America and um, make no mistake. I know everyone, I know everyone thinks that, you know what I mean? Well, that's what America is about. We're supposed to have a big melting pot. Um, what by the, what Biden administration do, is doing is not um, a melting pot. That has nothing to do with a melting pot. It's a, it's, it's, he's literally putting cyanide on a bunch of gunpowder and then smoking a cigarette right next to it and playing with a fucking Zippo lighter. That's not, that is not a melting pot. That's a bomb waiting to be exploding. Okay. There's a difference. But, uh, that being said, you know, what should be, you know, what should be, um, um, a lot more important is the Nebraska legislation approves result a resolution to take part in constitution in a constitutional convention. That is right. This is something, this is finite. This is, this is the kind of shit. This is the kind of stuff I want to cover because these are the kind of things that we really, really need to get behind in the Omaha area in the Nebraska state. We need to get behind this. This shit is not a game anymore. You, you, you know what I mean? Like Pfizer, Pfizer and Moderna, the, these medical, these medical indoctrinations need to stop. This indoctrination to say that you need to wear a mask everywhere you go needs to stop. This whole, this whole Nazi, this whole Nazi regime needs to be put in its place and stopped immediately. And we need to continue to stay vigilant. And one of the ways we can continue to stay vigilant and continue to truly, truly defeat the elites and the globalists that are continuing, continually trying to enslave the general population on every facet of our lives. Well, this is one part that we can stand behind. All right. Now, Nebraska lawmakers Friday voted in favor of the state taking part in a constitutional convention. LR 14 authorizes Nebraska to be a part of a meeting to propose amendments to the U.S. U.S. Constitution. Thirty three other states would need to do the same for such a convention to take place. Supporters say the goal of such a meeting is to further limit the power and jurisdiction of the federal government, saying it is broken. Absolutely it is. All right. Now, Friday's approval came after lawmakers narrowly voted to shut down a filibuster and passed with 32 Senate votes voting yes. You damn right. You know, we should have, we should have been pushing that back. Push, we should have been, we should have been not pushing it back, but pushing it forward where they didn't even have to. We should have been that, the ones that were progressing with that. You see what I'm saying? Now, Three children dead, another person hospitalized after a house fire Saturday morning as well, which is um, another reason I wanted to get to this article um, after or before I got to the first article because there's certain things that were stated in the first article that led me to kind of hint towards maybe there's some nefarious stuff that uh, happened. I hope to God there, um, if there was something nefarious that happened with these uh, um, fires that happened at both houses, I truly hope that our um, fire department can so uh, solve them and 
reprehend, uh, rep, rep, uh, reprehend the uh, douchebags that started this shit. Now, um, especially this one, because you just killed three children and uh, another person was hospitalized. Now, three children are dead and another person is hospitalized after, the, after an accidental house fire caused by a wood-burning stove broke out at a home off Furston, Nebraska, Saturday morning in Pierce, Nebraska. Nebraska State Fire Marshal Officer said the Pierce Fire Department responded to a call of a house fire Saturday morning around 3.30 a.m. Investigators say firefighters found heavy smoke and fire coming from the house when they arrived. Fire officials say six people were in the house when the fire started and three people were able to get out by themselves. Two had injuries and another was taken to the local hospital and later released. Authorities say the remaining three people inside the home ages 17, 15, and 12 were pronounced dead at the scene. Fuck, man. The Pierce County attorney has ordered an autopsy to determine the cause of death of the deceased. State fire marshal investigated determined the fire was accidental and was caused by a wood-burning stove. Man, due to a tragedy that occurred last night and the loss of Pierce High and Pierce Elementary students, the high school will be open from 1 to 3 today for 7 to 12 grade students nearing, needing extra support. The elementary school will be open at the same time for students in grade K-6. Other Permanent inf information will be emailed to parents at a later time. You know, um, I, 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 guys, you know, uh, I'm gonna say this with a uh, faint of heart. You know, shout out to those schools for really taking the uh, extra steps to uh, give those students some grieving time. You know what I mean? Because stuff like this, ladies and gentlemen, we have to understand that whatever. Uh, imagine what this. Imagine what some of these kids feel like. You know, uh, while we're going through this, while we're realizing how corrupt our system is, while we're, while we're even on the right side, I, I'm talking more specifically on, on my side, you know what I mean? Um, we really have to realize how much this is affecting, how much more this is affecting our children, because it's affecting them a hundred times more than it's affecting us. And that's not, and, 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 I, and I am not trying to say, well, should we just let it go on? No, I am definitely not trying to say. If anything, I'm saying we need to press harder. We need to stay, pay attention harder. We need to get involved in our city councils a hundred times more. We need to be more involved with our children a hundred times more. And we need the teachers to start being more open to the parents. Because like, I've said this once and I'm going to say it again. This truly sucks. It sucks being a teacher nowadays, but now is the time for a lot of teachers to start shining so bright and really be a beacon of light for the students in their schools. Stand up to the Nebraska Education, when you know the Nebraska Education School Board, when you know full well that they are doing this just because they want to pass through dog training results, just because it's a state, it's a state training and they're just trying to make sure that they get the next grant, the, the next grant, you know, uh, grant of money so they can stay, uh, stay afloat for the next year. But it truthfully is just taking a total toll on students' education. They're shutting down their imagination. They're shutting their, and now they're making them feel bad for being what color they are. And now they're teaching them that they can be a different, different, be, be a different sex and not listen to their students. Teachers, like, this is a special message for, for you guys. You guys have way more power than the Nebraska Education Board does have. You have way more power. If, if and it's if and, and I'm and I'm not talking. I'm no longer speaking on the left side or on the right side. I don't care. All I'm saying is you have a lot more power than you think. Stand up against some of these 
uh, some of these ideologies that you know full well that are going to lead towards a darker path that are sh that that not only are shutting down uh, the children's imagination but are making them feel like there is no hope. Lord have mercy, you can be happy twenty four seven, but if you don't feel if you don't have hope for the next day, then as soon as you go to sleep that night, you don't want to wake up. It's it's it, it really truly is um, a defining point in history and a defining point in time for each one of us. You know, like you know, it, it, it sucks, doesn't it? We're just now finding out that that Schumer, that that Nancy Pelosi, one of the House Speaker, has been profiting over five, almost over over. I've counted the numbers. She has gained almost, I think it was forty five million dollars between this two years. The House of Speaker, Nancy Pelosi, has gained almost $45 million, her and her husband, her and her, her, and her family, $45 million during this whole entire pandemic. And that's not because she's done such a good job and she really cares about people. No, it's because she has taken advantage, full advantage of her, of her authority in the position that she is in. And she has used that to give secret seating, secret, uh, secret secrets to her husband. She's used that position that she's in to give secret legislations that have been pushed through secret committees, committees, and we're just now finding out about them. It's illegal. And if it's not illegal, then it should be. And it, and it sucks. It, it, it does. It, it's it's it, it really. I, I get it, guys. We're just now finding out. Even on the left side, they're just now finding out. Oh damn! I don't think. I don't think. Um. Um. Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris really did was listening to, to Tupac when she was in her uh, high school days. Oh damn! I really don't think AOC really is a strong woman because she's fucking her brother and she listens to her act. She is fucking her actual brother and she actually listens to her actual brother. So it turns out she's not the strong woman that we all thought she was because every every everything every little information she gets everything she gets told to do is from her brother oh shit i guess i guess neil young isn't such a pa uh, patron as all those listeners thought well now we're going throughout down a deeper uh deeper darker hole because now you neil young is is saying take my songs off spotify because of vaccine misinformation what a little bitch i'm i you know i'm trying to watch my language i have i understand i have some uh, um i have some listeners that are um you know they're I, i'm trying to watch my mouth you know what i'm saying but just this is outrageous neil young crying about uh vaccine misinformation and not even just that now we have megan when now we have uh prince andrew and megan uh, uh megan from the uk you know the two prince and uh, the uh, the king and queen that think they're you know what i mean they're gonna you know teach everyone how to love each other and shit like that and now they're standing up for uh, neil young saying yeah they should take joe rogan off spotify for his vaccine misinformation he's scaring people and all this other shit you know this is what i'm talking about all these little fairies are just doing it because they themselves are not following any of these any of these restrictions you ask yourself you really think megan and prince andrew are following any of these uh, any of these restrictions while they're out in the united kingdom right now dead serious ask yourself that give yourself an honest opinion in that they have privates. They 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 afford private security. They afford private chefs. They afford private schools. They afford private islands. They actually have one of their own private islands. Ask yourself: Do you really think they're they're following these restrictions? No, 
Hell no, they're not. Because you need to ask yourself, if you had all those things, are you going to be following those restrictions? Or just saying that, yes, everyone needs to do it because it's gaining you that extra buck. Fuck it. Why not? You know what? Yeah, sure. I'll say it. I don't care. I'm not following it. I have my own island. I have my own planes that can literally fly me around 24-7 a day. I don't even have to touch base on planet Earth. Ask yourself. So whenever you hear this rhetoric coming out of, uh, out of, uh, and, and people like Neil Young, he doesn't have that type of money, but you know what? He's just following, he's, he's following along with the ideology that's being produced today because he, even he himself is getting paid through subsidiaries that are backing, that, that are paying him to say these kind of things. It's not that he actually believes in it. He's getting paid to say it. How do you think Hollywood works? You see what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen? Now, if you if you want to find real love and real hope, then we need to stand out for some of these teachers that have been speaking out against kids wearing masks, and they've lost their jobs. We need to stand out for some of these doctors that are talking about different methods to cure this pandemic, and they're getting fired from their jobs. We need to search for them, find them, make sure their voice is always heard, because these are the people that were killed back in 1930, uh, back in 1924, or blah, back before World War II started. I'm sorry. These are the type of people that were off. These are the type of people that were sent to Guantanamo, Guantanamo Bay. These are the type of people that were sent to Auschwitz. These are the type of people that were killed because their voices were telling the truth. And then World War II started, and you know what the st next steps were, ladies and gentlemen. You know where these next steps are, are going, and they are going there. Don't think for, uh, for one, for one uh, minute John Kirby is dismissing the wokeness in the military as ridiculous for a reason. Him straight out saying that, oh, there is no wokeness in our military. We, how many videos have come out of soldiers dressing... And dancing to stuff like Bring It On, and they're in full regalia. Do you think, you, do you think, all right, you know what? Let's say there is no wokeness in the military. Let's just say we're trying to make our military better and more proficient and more profound to the natural world and the progressive new natural world. Let's say that. Okay, I'm fine with that. And this is 100% me telling the truth. The military is a war effort, okay? The military is to use to go to war. There will always need, there will always be a need for a military to go to war. Why are we not training our troops to go to war? Instead of training our troops about racial equity, which is straight out of John Kirby's mouth, instead of teaching our troops and telling them one push-up is good enough, one setup is good enough. We're telling our troops, no, we don't want the good old boys no more. Why are we putting pedophiles in our military now? Why are we putting criminals in our military now? Why are we telling, and, 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 and all the women, women that are joining our military now, why are we telling them that you are our number one soldiers? Why are we putting them on the front lines, huh? Are you treating our, are you, are you literally, our Pentagon is treating the women of this nation like they are supposed to be on the fucking front lines. They're supposed to be used for the cattle or something like that do you know why the marine do you know one of the first people that go into war it's the marines they're the first ones to actually first in line first to get killed right 
They always put the Marines in the front because they're they're the like you know they're the um they're the the, the shield for the, all the airborne troops and all this other shit. You know what I'm saying? What we are doing right now is putting a bunch of women on the front line and telling them that you're strong enough. And if you guys start getting shot, well then we'll come help you out. But you got to do it yourself. We this has got to stop. This has nothing to do with sexism. This has nothing to do with sexism. This has nothing to do with saying women can't join the military. This has nothing to do with that. I don't care at this point. If you want to join the military, if you're a woman, then do it. Go ahead. I don't care at this point. What I do care about them lying to our women of America, telling them that they should be in the front line. Are you out of your degrading fucking mind? That is the stupidest war strategy that we could ever do. So thanks, John Kirby. You dismissing wokeness in the military is really doing our military some significant, drastic, and giving them true knowledge, ain't it? Now we're really, really, really getting somewhere. Not only are, and on top of that, while John Kirby is dismissing wokeness in the military, He's also going after the right wingers in the military. Now, you see, he'll dismiss wokeness in the military. But if you're part of an, any kind of extremist group while you're in the military, you are a mother effing terrorist. A terrorist all the way. You should have your guns taken away. You're off to Guantanamo Bay. You are getting, you're, you're done. You're done, son. If you even, if you even believe in the Constitution nowadays, holy shit, you're done. This has got to stop, ladies and gentlemen. You know, you know what? You know what? I'm going to go on break and then we're going to cover some a little more local new local news because there was a few things that happened over the weekend, ladies and gentlemen. And then we will get right in to our world news because there is a shitload of going stuff going down in the world right now. So much going on down in the world that I couldn't even fully, fully get to it. So let's go on break and then we will cover the rest. Yum, yum, yum. Yeah.
Ladies and gentlemen, this is Subliminal Message Studios, and I am your host, Leonardo. Welcome back. We had to take a little break. I had to cool a little out. <laughs> I, had to, I, I, had, I had to calm down. I had to, to calm down. Apparently, apparently, Space Force is uh, going through customs, and apparently, they're so stupid that they didn't even think that uh, Space, uh, Space Force was a real thing. I'm not kidding you. While going through customs, they were actually um, told to fuck off. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just playing. They weren't told that. But no, this is this is real, guys. A Space Force captain traveling with their spouse stood stunned at the Spare Airlines taking counter this past October, hoping to take advantage of the company's waived baggage fees for active duty service members. But there was a problem. The Spare employee didn't believe the Space Force exists. Well, it really, really shows what kind of world that uh, that the uh, that employee uh, is uh, living in. After all, the spirit employee must have been using their spirit fingers, and they didn't want the spiritness to uh, remove away. I don't know, no, seriously, no spirit fingers all the way. Now, the captain went on to saying, "In that moment, I was flabbergasted." Who spoke to military.com, all right? We tried to make it on, uh, make it, uh, we tried to take it on methodically and convince him that Space Force was real. It wasn't until a spirit supervisor got involved with using his spirit fingers and all of his gayness, got involved, the garden, the garden, the garden, the guardian finally received the discount and the couple went on their way without paying the baggage fees. A few days later, the Space Force officer received an email apology from the airline. The incident illustrated what many guardians have found all too familiar, a public that doesn't understand America's newest military branch or belief it's just a typically reviewed Netflix series. Yeah, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. That's exactly, that is exactly what Space Force is. It is nothing more than a Netflix, uh, Netflix series. It is not important, ladies and gentlemen. Keep in mind, um, there is almost over... Let me. I'm going to make sure I have this correct because this number is fucking staggering. Ever since Space Force existence, there is already almost twenty three thousand and five hundred forty five documents that are completely, 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 um, you know, classified. Like, and they're not going to be released into two thousand eight. Uh, two thousand eighty. Already, that many documents classified on Space Force X uh, regarding Space Force X. If that is uh, not scary, I don't know what is. You know what I mean? Uh, what we do know about Space Force X is a mighty clue account to Dick. So we don't really know much about it. But I will get into what we do know here soon. While the Space Force mission to protect and defend the massive U.S. satellite fleet is crucially in everything from the country's reliance on GPS to detecting abnormality in the Earth's orbit, many in the general public haven't grasped it. Carter Williams Deans, a Space Force ROTC cadet at the at the Cathedral in Charleston, South Carolina, is the first student from the historic military college to accept a commission from the branch. One day, he was sitting at a burger restaurant with his fellow cadets when a patron stopped by the table and asked them which branch of military they planned on joining. Deans proudly told the man he was joining the Space Force. Space Force, is that real? Deans recalled the man asking. I tried to explain to him what it was, but he seemed even more confused. Deans said he was encouraged to join the Space Force in 2019 when General John Raymond, then with the Air Force, came to the campus to talk about his military career. When Raymond became the first chief of space operations, the cathedral cadet said he wanted to be a part of history. Well, aren't you a chanting fellow? Now, 
Ryman, speaking at a Center for Strategic and International Studies event, also on June 19th, said the Space Force can't become just a carbon copy of the Air Force if we go into this and just alliterate our own way down the path and become nothing more than an air force changes a little bit here and there we've missed a huge opportunity raymond said that's right space force has nothing to do with the air force space force is literally a a, a military that is fighting a legit war in space right now and if you don't believe me ask china we're at war already and it's in the skies ladies and gentlemen now, how many employees does it have? It has around 68,000 guardians and 6,700 civilian employees. By comparison, the Air Force has around 650,000 personnel. The service began transferring members from the Army, Navy, and Marine Corps after focusing the first year on tra- transfers from the Air Force. Now, Chief Master Sergeant Roger Tobersman, the Space Force high non-commissioned officer, told Military.com in an interview that while many in the public sphere may not know what Branch does, he believes the mission is important and hopes that with time, it will change. Ladies and gentlemen, in time, it will change. All right. I wonder if Space Force is, uh, Space Force is worried about North Korea um, sending, uh, sending a Hosong 12 missile. North Korea has confirmed it fired a Husan-12 mid-range ballistic missile on Sunday, the first time as tested weapon of that size since 2017. Why do you ask? Well, because back in 2017, we were actually about ready to go to war with North Korea. But now, we've settled our differences, and they're ready to suck our balls all the way, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's right. Japan and South Korea both detected the launch of the uh, suspected Excuse me, intermediate range ballistic missile on Sunday morning, the seventh weapon test this month. The two countries condemned the test as a threat to regional security, with South Korea officials warning the launch could lead to the resumed testing of long range weapons and nuclear bombs. That's really, really funny because South Korea just got done putting up a nuclear war, a nuclear testing a nuclear missile just two years ago. But anyways, moving forward. The inspection firing test was con- uh, conducted for the purpose of selectively inspecting the ground-to-ground, mid-range, long-range ballistic missile Hausong 12 and verifying the overall accuracy of this weapon system. North Korean state news agency KNCA said on Monday, North Korea has previously said that Hausong 12 can carry a large-size, heavy nuclear warhead. Well, that just excites Space Force, doesn't it? That gets them all super, super, super excited. Now, speaking of, uh, of, uh, uh, I don't see eyes. I don't know. You know, it's, 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 I've come to find out it's very hard of, to make fun of Chinese people. Um, not because, like, you know, not because I can't, but just because, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to. I don't want to get blown up. Anyways, kind of like, you know, a lot, a lot. <laughs> Living by the code in China, COVID or controls may outlast the virus. That's right. Their restrictions are way more important than the virus. The country has entered a wide range of high-tech controls in society as part of a mostly successful effort to stop the virus. The consequences being the restrictions will outlast the virus. That's right. And I love how they're even saying that... Um, as on a society as most mostly successful effort to stop the virus. This is New York Times just building the shit out of out of um out of China. Even there, even they're saying, "Oh well, they're very successful at putting their restrictions on." Yeah, sure, very successful. My long, yeah. Anyways, now Spotify 
is making changes. Harry and Meghan joins calls to address COVID misinformation. Yeah, this is USA Today, ladies and gentlemen. If you didn't think I was lying about Harry and Meghan being little fairies too and acting like, oh my God, we care about people and we just we just want everyone to love of each love each other. Uh. We just want everyone to love each other. We don't, we don't want, we want everyone to get along. And then they get in their private jet laughing all the way to the bank because they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not, um, restricting themselves to dick. Now, anyways, Spotify said it would add an advisory directing listeners to a site with COVID-19 information to any podcast in which the topic was discussed. Chris Harry and Meghan Markle on Sunday added their voices to the rising chorus speaking out against misinformation about COVID-19 and vaccine Spotify. Now, when they say, um, uh, speaking out uh, against misinformation, of course, they're talking about Don Lemon and Neil Young and, uh, now themselves. So on Biden, but of course we don't add Biden in there because let's face facts. He has to chase around his dog and make sure his dog doesn't bite any more Secret Service. So, anyways, later in that day, the streaming service sent the message that it's listening. In a public letter Sunday, Spotify CEO Daniel Ek Eek, sorry, said the tech giant would be more transparent about its content rules and add an advisory directing listeners to a site with COVID-19 information to any podcast in which the topic was discussed. Based on the feedback over the last several weeks, it's become clear to me that we have an obligation to do more to provide balance and access to widely accepted information from the medical and scientific communities guiding us through this unprecedented time. Now, let me, um, uh, let me, uh, this is how, this is how they use words to spell you. This is how, this is how spelling, this is how witchcraft kind of plays along with this, guys. When I say witchcraft, you see, our, our, um, our, our understanding, which is the same kind of understanding that we have with a lot of other things, our understanding of witchcraft is plagued in the Hollywood. That means if someone actually uses real witchcraft on you, you are not going to know that it's being used on you because you've, your ideology and your ideas of witchcraft is only based on what you're seeing in Hollywood. But don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, Subliminal Message Studios is going to show you how they use words to spell you and how they, and how they even, use certain definitions, manipulate those definitions to then trick you into believing good is bad and bad is good. All right. Now, what I'm trying to say that I want you to listen to what e uh, Eek wrote. Based on the feedback over the last several weeks, it's become clear to me that we have an obligation to do more to provide balance and access to widely accepted information. Now, what does that mean? It widely accepted information. That means he wants to make sure that if you're listening to uh, my podcast, Joe Rogan's podcast, Alex Jones, if you're listening to uh, Steven Crowder, if you're listening to any of these guys that are speaking out against this Nazism, then they want to make sure that they put something up there that it's that they want to make sure that they give you or they can give you. A notation that says this is the real widely acceptable, widely acceptable information on COVID-19. He never says this is the true or this is the uh, this is the truth about COVID-19. This is the facts about COVID-19. No, he said this is the widely acceptable information from the medical and scientific communities. Widely acceptable information from the medical and scientific communities. That's exactly what he's saying. Meaning, he's not stating which medical community this is coming from. 
He's saying this is just a B. This is the widely accepted information that's coming out of one medical group or one scientific community. Completely, completely alleviating the fact that these aren't facts. You see, he never says he never says yeah, they have to they have to put a disclaimer saying that what this podcast is producing isn't fact. They they're just saying they want to put access to widely accepted information from the medical and scientific communities. Widely accepted information, not facts. All right. Now this is how it works. This is how they use uh, words to spell you. Now let me keep on going. The Duke and Duchess of Success, who is in December 2020, signed an exclusive deal to produce content for the streaming service. Released a statement through their Archwell Foundation press Spotify to address misinformation issues. Now, last April, our co-founders began expressing concerns to our partners at Spotify about all too real consequences of COVID-19 misinformation on the platform, meaning that Dennis Amendes got to them, meaning that Pfizer, you know, Jafar, Albert Borlas got to them, meaning that we have uh, these, you know, Nazis like uh, the, the Clinton Foundation, we have Nazis like like uh, the Davos group, Bill and Melinda Gates, we have Nazis like fucking Hillary Clinton, which should be in prison by now, but she's still able to walk free all the which way because, let's face facts, what's going on in Ukraine, who she knows about. And I have a couple articles for you guys to, uh, to, to listen to what I mean by that. Now, uh, we have continued to express our concerns to, to Spotify to ensure changes to its platform are made to help address the public health crisis. Last week, singers Neil Young and Joni Mitchell said they wanted their music removed from Spotify to protest its rule in the spread of misinformation. Young suspiciously pointed to podcaster Joe Rogan as a main culprit, saying they can give Rogan or Young, not both. Oh, they can get Rogan or Young. Well, old man, I think uh, they can definitely take Rogan. No offense, man, because I am completely done with you, Joe Rogan. Not oh, my damn Joe Rogan. My bad. My bad, dog. I am completely done with you, Neil Young. I'm very sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Give me a chance. <laughs> I am completely done with you, Neil Young. Your music literally is all about freedom and the freedom to express yourself in your own individual term, in your own individual way. Your music is legitimately about the freedom of expression here in America. And you are, st- and you're over here saying Spotify can only get Young or Rogan. They can't have both. What are you, a fucking communist? Oh, wait, never mind. You've always been a communist, kind of like the Beatles have always been communists. That's why they are producing the music they are producing. Yeah, I, I know. That's crazy, ladies and gentlemen. Have you ever once thought about that? I want you to listen to the lyrics. I know it's hard to do. I know, like, you know, it's so easy to get upbeat because the song, you know, a lot of their songs are so upbeat and a lot of the things they say sound so upbeat. But listen to the lyrics in them. It is literally communist straight out the book. All right. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into our second hour. And um, like I said, we have a lot more news to cover that's and I also want to reiterate. That's not to say that um, Neil Young or the Beatles or um, uh, 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 any of these other um, um, old bands didn't contribute and didn't really give something to even uh, even my generation. But I didn't give that, uh, something to the generation that they were a part of. They did. But the clear fact that they are going along with this makes me realize and how truly far away they are 
from the people now. Because once, once, maybe once upon a time, they understood on how um, the left and the right felt. It just didn't matter. It just was about peace and love. I understand that. Well, it's not about that anymore. It's about this divisiveness with them. It's about seclusion. It's about completely division, man. And it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to a short break one more time. And then we have so much news to cover. So we will cover it. This is Subliminal Message Studios and we will be right back. I am your host, Leonardo. Let's get back to it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh! 
Welcome back to the studio, ladies and gentlemen. This is Subliminal Message Studios, and I am your host, Leonardo. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we do have a lot of news to get to, so let's just jump right into it. Now, other than um, Spotify, um, Spotify making changes to um, uh, to put um, acceptable, widely information on COVID-19 underneath anyone that uh, disagrees with um, um, what um, uh, the great Anthony Fauci is saying about what we need to do, whether that we'll almost we, we're almost at the peak of it. We just have maybe two or three more weeks and, you know, we will maybe the pandemic, maybe I don't know. You might have to take off the mask, but let's face facts. People need to wear a mask. People are disgusting. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a, that. Well, you know that's what, that's what we get from uh, you know um, Dennis Menace. But anyways, what we get from uh, Sleepy Joe Biden um, is uh, is before uh, you see you see before um, Biden um, uh, legitimizes the Taliban and their new government, he wants an American hostage to be released. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Biden calls for Taliban to release American hostage before legitimacy recognized. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, that's is that really how soft we're getting? You gotta be fucking kidding me. This is out of this fucking world. This is fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry for all the fucks, but fuckity fuck, 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 fuck. I mean, honestly, this is how far it's getting. You gotta be kidding, you have to, you have to be kidding me. What is he gonna, and then how is Biden gonna legitimize the Taliban's new regime? What is he gonna do? Sit in his fucking, uh, sit in his downstairs in his basement and have a phone call with somebody and the dude on the phone is gonna be like, and then Biden's gonna ask and answer back and be like, well, oh, come on, man. You, you, oh. If you're not gonna go with me, you ain't black. You know I don't. You know I'm not even trying to make jokes right now. This is ridiculous. But yeah, let's see what this has got. All right. Let's see what this has got. Oh yeah, let's see. By, um, 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 President Biden on Sunday called for the release of American hostage Mark Fridge ahead of the two-year anniversary of his abduction. If the Taliban expects to be recognized as the legitimate government of Afghanistan. You see, that's how it goes. We spend billions and billions of dollars on building up their uh, country after we blow it up. And then we give it right back to the same people we were fighting. That's just how we roll, you know what I'm saying? And then giving millions and millions of dollars of high-tech of high-tech trucks, helicopters, a few jets that we just left over there. That's all your guys is now. Go ahead, man. We're done with beat. We're, we're done beating your ass, taking your opium fields and extracting oil from you. Oh, and by the way, how about you still give us a good deal on that? Wait until the Taliban decides to tell America that you're going to have to pay full price for this gas over here, for this oil over here, for this opium, uh, opium plants over here. America is going to be so far up their ass. We're going to go right back. Oh, we're going to, we are going to start a war with East, with Afghanistan so fast. It's gonna, it is literally, it is literally gonna be like the extra notch that Ike puts on his belt after hitting Tina. It's <laughs> like we'll go to war with them so fast. Wait until they jack up their prices. Whatever president we had, whatever president we have at that time is gonna be like, yeah, we're going back to war with those motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, listen, I'm like, all right. I'm sorry. Two years ago, tomorrow, 
U.S. Navy veteran Mark Frisch was taken hostage in Afghanistan. A civil engineer, he spent a decade helping the people of Afghanistan. He was done nothing wrong, and yet for two years in the Taliban has held him captive, Biden said in a statement. <laughs> A silver, a silver engineer, he spent a decade helping the people of Afghanistan. He has done nothing wrong. And yet for two years, the Taliban has held him captive. Oh, that is our president sounding like he's in a fucking high school debate with a foreigner that has nothing to do with the school. Now, um, this is a, a, another quote from a, a President Sleepy uh, Poopy. Threatening the safety of Americans or any, or any innocent civilians is always unacceptable. And hostage-taking is an act of particular cruelty and cowardice, he said. The Taliban must immediately release Mark before it can expect any consideration of the aspirations of legitimacy. This is non-negotiable. Okay. Well, you know, I wonder, I wonder if, I should, I wonder if he's going to answer something back like, well, you know what, why don't you release your own American people out of federal prisons, you know, kind of like the uh, Stuart Rose, the owner of uh, Oath Keepers, for um, taking part, supposedly, in a, in a protest at the Capitol, which turned into a riot. I wonder if you, if, you know, you want to talk about cowardice and cruelty, uh, President Biden, why don't you release the almost 300, 300 Americans that are literally in federal prison and are in and, 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 and tiny little cells, and, and not around anyone else, Complete, complete incarceration, complete black boxed, treated like they're terrorists, and you, and I and I am agreeing with Biden. I'm not saying I don't agree with Biden about bringing um, our Amer our American citizen back to America. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not. I am not saying we should not really mark. Uh, we should not get back Mark Frisch. But what I am saying is, how in the fuck is he going to talk about? What's unacceptable and what's hostage taking and how that's cruelty and cowardice. Him saying that coming from President Biden is ridiculous. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Let me keep going. Now, Fris, a U.S. Navy veteran, was abducted in February 2020. He had worked as an engineer for a decade in Afghanistan on, a, on development projects. The State Department is currently offering a reward up to $5 million for information that leads up to the location, recovery, and return of Fritz. Secretary of State Antonio Blinken echoed Biden's call on Sunday, saying in a statement, We call on the Taliban to release him. We will continue working to bring him home. Fritz's sister, Charlene uh, Karaka, said in an interview published on Saturday by the Daily Herald in their native Illinois that her family has recently spoken to Roger Carstens, the special presidential envoy for hostage affairs at the State Department. Now, the worst part is worrying if Mark has enough to eat, if he is healthy and safe in the middle of a pandemic, if he has warm clothes, she added. We wish we could speak with him, but the Taliban doesn't want anything from us. They want something from the U.S. government, and we need our government to act on this. Um, that is what you're really worried about, no offense. Whether he has, uh, whether he's healthy, healthy and safe in, a, in, 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 in the middle of a pandemic? You have to be kidding me. He is a prisoner. He is a prisoner. What is that not like? Why? Why are we like treated like we're fucking retarded? Which I get. That's why a lot of. That's why a lot of um, our, our, our American citizens are very much, very much kind of retarded because this is what she's worried about. Okay, lady, he is a prisoner. The same way we treat our prisoners. Okay, we actually treat our prisoners. I think a little worse. At least they just behead them and get it over with. No, we keep our prisoners incarcerated in a little hole for 
years upon years upon years upon years of time and then we release them and then they go out and do something completely insane and then everyone throws up their hands and says well we didn't see that one coming oh really you didn't you didn't you didn't see letting out the 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 four-time convicted pedophile two-time murderer five-time convicted meth head methamphetamine user and he's been in a black hole for almost three years and you decide to let him out. You didn't see any of this coming? Yeah, sure you didn't. Um, now, I, uh, now uh, that being said, um, you know, um, the t- it, lady, the Taliban is not going to let you speak with your husband. They don't give two shits about, okay? Two shits about your husband. But you know what? You want to ask something from our military? Are you kidding me? Why don't you tell our military to act like a military right now? Because as it is right now, we have troops dancing more than working out. More than actually getting fit for an actually uh, an actual war. I can't imagine if a world war actually were to start in today's, in today's um, uh, world right now. Because holy shit... We would need the militia more than ever. We would need the militia here in the United States more than ever. We would need the police force more than ever. The police force are, sometimes I honestly, I, sometimes I start to think to myself, are the police more trained than the military nowadays? Because I, I, I know, um, I, I know a few police and these guys can, these guys can shoot a quarter with an AR-15 almost 2,000 yards away. Like they're that good. Like they can get it. They'll, they'll fucking prick you off. It doesn't matter where you are, man. And they're very smart, too. Like, they keep themselves updated on technologies that the military uses. And they, 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 uh, they, they put those, they put that knowledge to use in their training, which is, it's, 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 let me just say, um, sometimes, like I said before, sometimes I wonder if our police forces are better trained in the military nowadays. Cause, and that's, um, really saying something. And I'm not talking down. You have to understand, I love America. I love everything about America. I do not like where America's going. I think we can do not better, but I think we need to get back to just the basic necessities of being a human being. You know, the right to defend yourself. The right to say what you want. To write the right to uh, not uh, have uh, the not to not have a doctor if you don't want a doctor. The right, the the simple right to be a human being, and which and and I, I like it's it's you know, you guys remember the golden rules like you know the golden rule, treat that person how you want to be treated. That term is just completely out the window nowadays. We don't even give a shit about that term. But anyways, you know, I keep on going off in tangents. I'm very, very sorry. I just, um, I, I just, uh, you know, it, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of, uh, fuel being thrown on a fire without anyone saying, how about we put out the fire? How about, uh, listen, we all live here. We all are raising our children here. That is one thing we know. Okay. Right. We need it. We really need to come together in some kind of way, ladies and gentlemen. And um, uh, it's not going. And it's not gonna. We're not gonna be able to come together if we keep on using race for every single thing and every single emotional step or every single single every single step we take in our political process and our daily lives process and our cultural. Like we we can't keep using race as everything that we're doing, man. And Biden, the simple fact that Biden is is just straight out saying that. I want to be the one that elects the first black woman president. That is that is the definition of prejudice. He is not electing a human being because 
he generally likes the human being and he he actually believes in that what that human being is is the morals of that human being i should say no he's literally just electing her or him because they are black that is a very very strong and point towards racism you know grandpa might be a little you know well i know i know he says you know he straight out just tells everyone if you don't vote for him you're not black but um guys we yeah <laughs> we yeah <laughs> Anyways, now, Collins, Biden pledged to nominate black women to court politicized process. Now, uh, Susan Senator Collins said on, uh, said on Sunday that President Biden's, Biden's campaign promise to nominate black women to Supreme Court helped politicize the entire nomination process, as opposed to when two of his Republican predecessors, former, former President Trumps and Reagan, vowed to nominate women to the high court during their tenures. Now, uh, Collins, uh, Collins, uh, said on, uh, said on, um, on, on, said this week that she would welcome the appointment of a black female to the court, but said the way Biden has approached the nomination has been clumsy at best. Oh, you know what, Colin, why don't you just go ahead and just say it's been racist. It's been prejudiced. It is nothing to do with actually putting an even amount of moral values on the Supreme Court and, and, and keeping our Supreme Court its own jurisdiction and its own uh, le legis legislative process because there was a very good reason why our founding fathers set up three different powers within our government. The moment though, if you, if we have, now uh, slowly over time, we have seen how those powers have all come together into one, which is what they really want. Obviously, this is about, this is about killing you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, uh, uh, um, my bad. What President Reagan said is one of his Supreme Court justices, he would like to appoint a woman, and he appointed a highly qualified one, and Sandra Day O'Connor, Collins added. During his 2020 presidential campaign, Biden pledged to nominate the first black woman to sit on the Supreme Court. When Justice Stephen Breyer, Breyer confirmed his retirement last week, Biden affirmed that pledge. Oh, yeah, he goes after her real quick. Don't get me wrong. It's it, You know what I'm saying? It's 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 a... Uh, it's all about, you know, because that's what it's really about. I, you know, I don't know how else to say it. No. Um, New York City rapper was a teen charged with shooting of NYPD cop. Walking free on bond, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. A 16-year-old up-and-coming rapper charged with shooting an NYPD cop in the Bronx. Walked free on bond Thursday. And, of course, the police are fuming about it. Uh, Cameron Williams, who is also known by the rap name C. Blue, posted his 250000 bond after being locked up at a, uh, a Brooklyn juvenile facility on a gun and assault charge and the shooting of a 27-year-old cop in Belmont. Now, this individual chose to carry illegal guns twice, Lynch said. He chose to fight with a, fight and shoot with a New York City police officer. officer. Why, do I have, why do I have a lisp go, going on today? I have no idea why. Let me control... <laughs> I, I, I guess I just uh, I, I just must have uh, managed to gather a list while talking. There's no reason to believe he won't do the exact same thing when he's out on the street tonight. Now, uh, Judge Dennis Boyle um, was one that released this uh, uh, young gentleman out on the streets. Uh, Boyle, Bronx Supreme Court Justice, has come out of fire in the past and made claims that he's overly lenient, particularly with young defendants. In a statement Thursday, state court officials said that anger is misdirected. The, uh, the error that the, NP the PBA president is projecting on the judge who is following the law should be directed at the individuals who promulgate those laws. Lucien Chalfin, spokesman for the state office of court administration, said in an email. 
Well, he's out on bail. State law, state lawmakers have also come under fire after passing bail reform measures that bar judges from setting bail on misdemeanors and nonviolent felonies. Well, if, if that's not a, if how is that a, a misdemeanor or a nonviolent felon? I have no idea how. But anyways, let's just keep on going. Public school staffing is on the brink of collapse. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, apparently it's going down. The public school system is hanging out by uh, hanging by a thread as staff are stressed, burning out, and thinking of quitting more than ever. Principals are stressed too. This one has been the toughest years for educators ever, the principal said. Regardless how we categorize principals, about 75% to almost 90% of principals reported that they experienced frequent job-related stress, according to a RAND Corporation report of the uh, uh, report uh, report last week, out of this week. Crap. Report out of this week. Um, now, I'm not uh, saying that... Um, they need to stop crying, but honestly, stop crying. Did you guys also know that 90% of Americans absolutely hate their job? And they've been hating the job probably for quite some time. Anyways, schools in England reinstate mask-wearing rules as COVID uh, cases soar. Yeah, they're putting uh, putting the, school, uh, the mask back on the schoolings out in um, uh, England. Because after all, we're going to have a cup of tea and uh, put on your mask while Boris Johnson is investigated by the police because the police are tired of his shit. Schools that ended the requirement for pupils to wear face coverings this month, in line with government guidance, are reinstating them again because of surges in COVID cases. Well, ain't this a virus that never goes away? The government reinstated the requirement for masks in secondary school classrooms in England on January 20th, and since January 27th, they have no longer been compulsory in communal indoor spaces either. But a number of schools that compiled with the change in the rules are having to reintroduce them a week later because of outbreak infections. And some areas including in some areas I'm sorry including Enfield and North London Catherale uh, and West Yorkshire and Hertfordshire public health teams are now recommending that masks be temporarily in, reinstated in schools where there are significant outbreaks at least nine education authorities are also advising that masks remain in place in the schools communal areas despite the change in national guidance in southwest London, a number of uh, secondaries told parents on Friday that a rise in cases meant some year groups would have to resume wearing face coverings indoors and take daily lateral flow tests. That's right. Basically, that means they're going to have to make sure that they have their vaccine card, make sure that they get tested for COVID-19 every two seconds, because after all, they are good little slaves. Now, a total of 415,000 children, just over 5% of the state school intake, were absent on, 20th Janu- on the 20th of January, up from 3.9 on January 6th. More than three-quarters of absent pupils had tested positive for COVID. At nearly a quarter of state schools, more than 15% of teachers and leaders were off of work, and total 9% of heads and teachers. 47,000 were absent on, 20, on the 20th of January, up from 44,000 two weeks previously. A similar proportion of teaching assistants and other staff were almost were also out of school. Now, this isn't what the, what they're not telling you is the fact that the restrictions they are putting on these teachers are forcing them to stay home, are forcing them away from their students. But they're not adding. You see, this is how this is how it works. They give you that information, right? But they don't they don't actually give you the details on why it's happening. You know what I mean? I'm blind. I get in the car. I start driving. Well, 
why did you get into a wreck? That seems like it's a pretty big part of it. Oh, well, I'm blind. I can't see. Oh, that's a really, really huge part of you not being able to drive, right? Now, the infiltration of woke DAs into the justice system will not be an easy to fix. On Jan January 1st, Alvin Bragg was sworn in as the district attorney of Manhattan, and upon taking office, he implemented some of the most radical and dangerous policies in the country. His strategy for fighting crime in the city where his violent offenses have skyrocketed is simply to not fight at all. From refusing to prosecute resisting arrest cases to downgrading felonies like armed robberies, it is clear that Bragg's restorative justice is the thing that New York City definitely needs, I think. You know, don't you think? He's implemented uh, it just the most radical... I, I, you know what? Let's just focus. I was a Wisconsin prosecutor for 10 years, and for 8 years of those, I had the privilege of being a DA just like Bragg. However, my idea of justice is very different from his. Matt and D, a DA Alvin Bragg gives many misdemeanors a pass as new mayor vows to combat growing crime. As a DA, I used my discretion to decide the crimes I charged and the plea deals I struck. I was able to offend second chances when appropriate and when warranted, but my whole effort into sending criminals to prison for a long time... I could have made a lot more money at a fancy law firm, but that paycheck could have never complete compete with the pride and satisfaction I felt putting bad guys behind bars and keeping my community safe. Now, that was a different DA from Bragg. Now, uh, when I was prosecuted 20 years ago, the profession attracted Republicans, Democrats, and Independents de dedicated to the mission of dispensing the law and willing to take a government salary for the privilege to serve and administrate justice. That's all changing with the help of early Obama campaign investor and billionaire left-wing activist George Soros. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. A man determined to fundamentally transform America by electing men like Bragg. Around 2015, Soros devised a plan to, to destabilize America through our criminal justice system. His plan was a device as it was smart instead of working to reform the criminal justice system by changing the laws on the books through legislative process, Soros funded a campaign to just change the district attorneys. Soros understood how tedious and expensive it is to elect enough like-minded state legislators to change laws. Likewise, ballot initiatives can be difficult to coordinate since those pesky voters can make the outcomes unpredictable. Hmm, pesky voters we are. Pesky, pesky, pesky. A liberal, a social justice DA has the power to undermine the law, but simply not by enforcing the law. A DA, through the power of prosecutional discretion, can reduce charges and sentence recommendations. He or she can enact criminal justice and bail reform without any change in the underlying law, with less money than it would cost to flip a state house. Soros through his web of organizers and focus on local DA races that too many citizens and politicals take for granted has fundamentally changed the culture of law enforcement in America. He has successfully recruited and elected people like Bragg to create a new generation of weak-on-crime DAs across Across the country. The crime wave we are experiencing in America is the result of his wicked plan and electoral success of his new recruits. 2020 saw a 30% spike in homicides across the country. Sadly, America's children are paying the price, but Soros and his paid social justice warriors do not care. You got that right, brother. The infiltration of woke DAs into the justice system, justice system will not be an easy, fix to pro uh, easy problem to fix. Reversing trends that have become 
ingrained in the culture never are good mission-driven prosecutors are leaving DA offices in disgust. Now, last week, Bragg's offices lost some good prosecutors among the departure and senior trial counselor Joan Elizio Orborn, the attorney who put Harvey Weinstein behind bars. The NYPD is next week. The first female police commissioner, Kinchi Sewell, Sewell, told the men and women who serve under her, I am very concerned about the implications to our safety as police officers, the safety of the public, and the justice for the victims. Across America, assistance DAs are being replaced by a younger, woker generation of prosecutors who, thanks to the new judicial philosophies being taught at many of today's law schools, don't believe in incarceration or cash bail. Now, take the socialist San Francisco DA Chasey Baldwin, another political race George Soros successfully funded. Baldwin is actually raised by the infamous Bill Ayers while his fellow Weather Underground terrorist parents served time for murder. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You heard that right. The Weather Underground... If you don't know who the Weather Underground men were, I advise you to look up the Weather Underground room. Very far, uh, far left, uh, radical, radical group that was bombing police stations that did, in fact, go underground and then reemerged into our political system, which we are seeing nowadays. So let me re, uh, re, um, re, uh, reframe and, um, reinstate uh, my, um, uh, statements that I re, restate my, um, readings. Take the socialist San Francisco D.A. Chessie Baldwin, another political race George Soros successfully funded. Baldwin was actually raised by the infamous Bill Ayers, while his fellow Weather Underground terrorist parents served time for murder. The D.A. of San Francisco was also a translator for Venezuela dictator Hugo Chavez. When Baldwin was elected, Senator Bernie Sanders tweeted, Now is the moment to fundamentally transform our racist and broken criminal justice system. Baldwin is indeed transforming San Francisco, San Francisco for the worse. And it, like DA officers, law enforcement is suffering the same retention crisis. Men and women who have become police officers are driven by the desire to keep their communities safe by ridding them of criminals. For many, it is a family business. Their father, uncle, brother, or sister serve. Every single morning, they put on a uniform and risk their lives to protect others. For not much money, the rise of the, the rise of the defund the police movement has led to record on duty deaths and retirements. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is all part of it, you know, and we got Florida Democrats uh, delivering uh, fake ass or emotional critic, uh, emotional responses about anti-woke bills saying my opinion matters just as much as yours. Well, the anger had been building inside Florida uh, uh, Representative Raymond Alexander for more than a year as he sat alongside his Republican colleagues in the Florida legislature. Alexander, one of the state's highest ranking black legislators, watched as the state GOP responded to Black Lives Matter protests by making it easier to charge some demonstrators with felony charges. He watched Republican impose new restrictions on voting by mail over their objection by of Democrats, and he watched some GOP lawmakers downplay the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol, which Alexander considers a violent effort to disenfranchise black voters. You have got to be kidding me. This guy is uh, worth so much shit, and I, I just want to throw up in my mouth 
reading this stuff because almost everything he said is all bullshit. And uh, have they made it easier to charge uh, the Black Lives Matters protesters? Yes, when they are rioting, when they are molotoving cops, when they're literally grabbing chainsaws and trying to hack apart police officers, shooting at police officers. Yeah, they're making it easier for them to for them to charge them with a felony because the DA of Florida is a left wing weather underground. Nazi, all right? Now, this week, as GOP-sponsored bill banning critical race theory in Florida schools and workplaces worked its way through the Florida House, Alexander spoke out, delivering an emotional speech about the toll of debating this legislation as a black American. I don't want to do this, but I don't think you can handle the truth, Alexander said. While asking whether legislation would curtail how Florida students are taught about slavery, I do not like having conversations like this. It's it eats me up on the inside because I know there are some admirable good people over there. Alexander continued, I am an American and my voice matters just as much as yours. My opinion matters just as much as your opinion. My reality matters just as much as your reality. Even as the chair repeatedly tried to cut him off, Alexander continued on for eight minutes speaking about the impact of this bill on people of color. The measures of ultimately voted of, voted out of committee 14 to 7 along party lines it will be considered by the Florida House in coming weeks. Now since Wednesday, the clips of Alexander's remark have been viewed thousands of times on social media, elevating the voice of a black Floridian in a school curriculum debate that has often been dominated by the concerns of white conservative parents. That is the most absolute bullshit I have ever read. And let me tell you something about um, the supposed uh, white conservative parents. Did you not know that um, almost, what is it? 77% of Florida's population is either as colored of some kind. 70, 70% of the whole entire state of Florida is colored either Mexican or black. There's a very small minority in Florida that are that are white. And if you are white out in Florida, then you have some kind of race. You have some kind of other color in you too. So him saying that, oh, this this whole this uh, the, him saying, oh, it's dominated by white conservatives or, or Republicans or um, and not to mention he is completely not telling the truth. Uh, how he's actually directly funded by who? Guess what? George Soros. Yeah, George Soros is actually the one that put the Florida State Representative Raymond Alexander into office. But you know what I mean. Whatever. We're gonna, you know, um, I guess, I guess we'll just we'll just move forward, right? Now, Sweden decides against recommending COVID vaccines for kids ages five eleven. Oh shit. Sweden is about ready to kill their children too. Sweden has decided against recommending COVID vaccines for COVID kids. For kids. I'm sorry, for not for COVID kids. <laughs> COVID kids. For uh, um, Sweden has decided against recommending COVID vaccines for kids ages 5 to 11. The health agency said on Thursday, arguing that the benefits did not outweigh the wet risk. That's right. Sweden didn't want to kill their children. You see what I'm saying? Now let's see what they uh, had to say about it. With the knowledge we have today, with the low risk for serious disease for kids, we don't see any clear benefit for vaccinating them. Health agency official Brittany Bachokorium told a news conference. She added that the decision could be revisited if the research changed or if a new variant changed the pandemic. Kids in a high-risk group can already get the vaccine. Sweden registered more than 40,000 new cases on January 26th, 
one of the highest daily numbers during the pandemic despite limited testing. While the fourth wave has been seen, daily infection record, record shattered, healthcare is not under the same strain as during previous waves. On Thursday, 101 patients with COVID required intensive care, well below the more than 400 patients during the spring of 2021, and totally nearly 16,000 people have died of COVID in Sweden since the pandemic started. Now, I'm going to re-say that in total, nearly 16,000 people have died of COVID in Sweden since the pandemic started. Since the pandemic started. Do you know how many people have died of Car crashes since the pandemic have started, it's way more than 16,000. They're up almost 55, uh, 53, I'm sorry, 53,000. 53,000 people have died in car crashes since the, this, since COVID has started. Now only 16 people have, uh, thousand people have died in the pandemic of COVID. So they're not all, they don't want to kill their, they don't want to vaccinate their children and risk their children destroying their immune system, not even just destroying their immune system, risk their children dying straight out. Just, you're dead, you know? Now, Sweden's government on Wednesday extended restrictions, which included limited opening hours for restaurants and attendance cap for indoor venues for two weeks, but said it hoped to remove them on February 9th. Oh, they they said, you know, only 16,000 people have died since this pandemic has started. More people have died in a car crash. But even Sweden, although they're not trying to kill their children, they're all good for locking everything down. That makes perfect sense, ladies and gentlemen, doesn't it? Now we have one article that will leave us on the little bit of the uh, lighter side of things. A little article I, I ran across and I thought it was freaking hilarious. But let us get to a break real quick, ladies and gentlemen, all right? Because I'm not going to lie, I need to take a break, readjust myself so I can really, 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 really bring you something exclusive, something that's very unique, you understand? Because this is what the world is about. It is about the individual. The individual can change the world. And as soon as we realize that, the new world order is shut down and it's all going up in flames. Do you dig? Do you see what I'm saying? That's the way you do it. You play the guitar on the MTV. Working, that's the way you do it. Money for nothing, and you just free.
This is Subliminal Message Studios, and I am your host, Leonardo, giving you this exclusive, exclusive experience, giving you the reality of this world, giving you the news that truly matters, finding you the secret court documents that you have not seen before, giving you the information that truly affects your world, and also on the lighter side of the world, we will also find those articles that are absolutely hilarious. Like this one right here. Nebraska chase suspects run out of gas. <laughs> they could run, but they couldn't hide. The fact that they were about to run out of gas. Two people were arrested Wednesday evening in Cass County, Nebraska, after running out of fuel during a pursuit with deputies. That's right. The driver allegedly took off at a high rate of speed when the deputies tried to initiate a traffic stop. As the vehicle traveled northbound on highway into Sarpy County, the Nebraska State Patrol uh, tried but failed to deploy spikes to flatten the vehicle's tires. Eventually, the vehicle ran out of gas on Highway 75 at the Fairway, uh, Fairview Road. That must suck. I wonder what their reaction was. Like, I wonder if they're like in the heat of the moment, like you know, like building building themselves up and shit. Like, like you know what I mean? Don't worry, baby. You got this. You got this. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make it. We're gonna make it. <laughs> You didn't fill up the fucking... You didn't fill up the car we stole? I wonder if they actually try to stop at a gas station in the middle. I wonder if that's ever action. I wonder if that's ever action ever actually happened. They're on a... You know, you steal a car, you run out of gas, you're going to stop at a gas station. Maybe they got out, got out with their gas can, was like, Hey, baby, let's go fill this bitch up. And then we'll come back to the car. You got any money? And then the girl, one of the guy or the girl pulls out. Well, I ain't got number three dollars. <laughs> you know, I don't know. But anyways, Chamberlain was found to have an active warrant in Cass County and was allegedly in possession of meth, baggies, a scale, and other drug paraphernalia. Well, that's one reason to run. The second reason is, is to definitely not run out of gas as you're running. Now, 
moving on to uh, moving on to more of the uh, world side of news. Uh, Russia and Chinese ships warships. Russia and Chinese warships carry out navy drills in Arabian Sea. That's right, because like I said, Russia and China are in coots together. But no one wants to believe me. Everyone just wants to scoot right on past of what I'm talking about. Now, speaking of uh, flipping it to the other side. The other side of more of the lighter, um, lighter, uh, articles that we come across. Guys, I want you guys to check, uh, check out this bone chilling grim, uh, grim reaper ice formation that is, um, kind of haunted, uh, haunted a Canadian home. Now, the story grew more unsettling when, uh, Ben Tushi, 65 of Dunville, Ontario, showed pictures of the ghastly ice formations to his daughter. She told her dad they look like two spirits who have been haunting her dreams. The wrath-like figures of twisted ice appears on gaunt and haunch covered in long shawls or cloaks around their shoulders. My initial reaction was one of awe. I couldn't believe my eyes, too, she said. On the first formation, I thought this was a Jack Frost, Old Man Winter, Father Christmas. Excuse me. A Jack Winter, Father Christmas. Um, Father, uh, Father Christmas. Or perhaps even the Grim Reaper. My immediate reaction to the uh, dejected-looking de uh, figure was one of an eerie-looking woman or a sea hag of sorts, leaving the property almost as if it was to be walking away from Jack Frost. Now, the image of uh, this figure is honestly scary as shit. It really, really, really is. It, it literally looks like a Grim Reaper. Now, um... But he also hinted at the work of supernatural forces on his Facebook page, claiming that one of the figures is a spirit who knew it was losing the old cottage which it inhabited and was departing. Uh, that is uh, even scarier, the fact that um, that little bit of information was out there. Ain't that some shit, though, man? Like, what would you guys think that you're coming out? You're coming out, and the first thing you see is this big icicle that's over six feet tall and it looks like the Grim Reaper. My, um, now my thoughts, if that was to happen in the hood, that thing ain't gonna survive much longer. <laughs> I can, no, I'm being serious too. I highly doubt that thing would survive much longer. We'd probably shoot the shit out of it. Get, get out of here. Fucking around with us? What's wrong with you? No, no. Um, now guys, um, a high stakes race to recover crashed U.S. Navy jet is underway. Now, um, is China's, uh, China's ships already there? More than likely. Should we, um, or, um, are, are we going to recover that ship without causing an actual war between China? That is undisclosed. And, um, more than likely, we won't get a lot of information coming out because this, where the U.S., where this U.S. Navy jet, uh, crashed, it was, let's just say, in um, it, it crashed in an area, in, in an area in the in the part of a sea where, in the Arabian Sea, where there's no jurisdiction. Like there, it's not the Arabian Sea technically isn't owned by China. It's not owned by anyone. There's parts of the Arabian Sea that is, if a war, if if you know, if 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 our navy ship went up against a Chinese navy ship, it's not considered war. You know what I mean? There's a, I, I forgot, I, I cannot think of the actual, um, term that, um, that prevents a war from actually breaking out when you're in open sea and two, uh, countries fight together. But there's, there's an actual dog, there's a certain dialogue that happens and it does not truly affect the countries that, the, the countries and the people that they are actually part of. Now, that being said, 
Let's um, you know, well, 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 let's let's just keep on moving forward, shall we? Because like I said, ladies and gentlemen, there is a whole lot of news for us to get to, and not just, and we're not talking about Biden's underwear, okay? No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about um, you know, much more important stuff. <laughs> we're not talking about Herbie the Husker getting blamed for throwing up the white power sign, but then we're gonna throw up the 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 power to the people sign, hinting towards Black Lives Matter, making Herbie Husker seem less less racist, right? Because after all, after a while, after all, it's not that Herbie Husker, it's not that Herbie Husker wanted a uh, uh, denounced white supremacy. It's not that Herbie Husker said, no, white supremacy, we're not about it. They, he just wanted to avoid the link. You know, he he just wanted to make sure that you can't link white supremacy up to him. You know what I mean? You know, kind of like a kind of like a, 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 a top mafia hitman offing the the uh, the attorneys that have prosecuted often the DA that have prosecution on him. You know what I mean? It's not that he it's not that he's denouncing what he does. It's just he doesn't want it to be linked to him. You know, it makes perfect sense, right? It's not that we're gonna denounce white supremacy. It's that Herbie Husker has to make sure that there's no link to white supremacy to him, right? That makes perfect sense. Oh, and by the way, him putting up the OK sign is no much better than him putting up. The one finger and the hint towards Black Lives Matter with the power of the people sign. That is nowhere near better. If anything, that is the definition, the definition of, of, of prejudice and racism right there. And we're just falling right in to the left's hands, aren't we? You know, who gives a flying F? Right now, Mahania's military turns to Buddhism and bid for legitimacy. A plan is underway for Man Young, Haying, head of Meniere's military and leader of last year's coup, to build the biggest sculpture of a sitting Buddha in the world. Part of his attempt to forge a legacy as a pro uh, protector of Buddhism. But in the last year, soldiers directly under his command have killed nearly. 1,500 people in a crackdown on the military's opponents that violates Buddhism first and most important principle to abstain from to abstain from killing. Well, if you're going to be real Buddhist, you have to stop the killers by killing them and then kill other people because you think they're going to kill more people. And that that makes sense. Okay, that it makes sense. It makes sense to me, and it should make sense to you. I, I'm just kidding. All right, now, um, speaking of uh, speaking of speaking out, parents speak out on a proposed change uh, on a proposed change to learning standard for Mississippi public school pours. One parent said that this is a major threat facing their children's education is critical race theory. Oh well, what do you expect? Critical race theory is a concept that aims to teach how systematic racism has impacted America from the present to the past, which it is indeed not. That's not what systematic racism is. Because if you actually read what they say, what Black Lives Matter says, what systematic racism is to them, it's all about if you're not black, you need to die. You need to pay retributions. I'm trying to say this in the simplest form. That's what it's really about. And it's sick and it's disgusting. And if anything, it's hurting. It's hurting 
the black community, if, if, if we're going to marginal, marginalize people like that, if it's hurting that community even more. Kind of like the same way they hurt my community all the time. You know, like putting the first Mexican, Mexican-American in the Supreme Court justice and then calling them fucking racist. Yeah. Which boggles my mind. You, you know what, dude? I, I don't think you guys understand. Mexicans are literally the one race where they'll tell you straight up if they're racist towards you. Like, they don't care. They don't care. We don't care. Like, we have to deal with this all the time, man. We don't care. It's ridiculous. But yeah. But yeah. First, Spanish-American, Mexican-American judge that was put on the Justice Supreme Court, the first one was called racist, called a bigot, and I have no idea how that happens. Anyways... The department said that critical race theory is not taught in Mississippi schools. State Senator Mike McClendell, uh, uh, Mike uh, Clinton, sorry, who authored the anti-critical race theory bill, said it prohibits schools or universities from teaching students that they are superior or inferior based on the race. Now, what they're saying is we are not changing history. Or we are not saying that we cannot teach what history has been in Mississippi, Mick then said. The information in people's names will not be stricken from the standards. Other speakers were relieved that committee reversed a proposal to remove the names of civil rights icons such as Martin Luther King Jr., Fonda Lou Hammer, and Megar Evers from learning standards. All of us should strive to make sure everyone never forgets what happened and everyone is long-living learners of black history, parent Marin Malin said. A department committee also reversed the changes to no longer require that students be taught about the Ku Klux Klan and Mississippi Jim Crow laws. Why was it being removed? The committee has not given us those answers yet, and that's why we're here, to find our inner voice and our concerns about it, said Erica Jones of the Mississippi, Mississippi Association of Educators. Well, it got removed because you are teaching them strictly about white people are bad, white people are horrible. If you're white, you need to play equity. You're not teaching them anything about what America has actually done for slavery. America is actually the most, if you guys, I want you guys to actually research some of the other countries around the world. And just for a moment, research their thoughts on slavery and even how some slavery is completely legal today. So it's not that it's it's not that uh, these uh, the the um, uh, Mississippi uh, public schools are speaking out and parents are speaking out because they're getting no no we have a bunch of left parents on on the school board that want to keep their critical race theory on boards and we have a governor that is saying dude we cannot teach our children that one is better than the other because one is a different race than the other which I it seems I mean to me guys I don't know. I have no idea. I I don't know how that's um you know not not um not common sense. But anyways, guys, let's end this uh, let's end this podcast with the juicy if uh, the juiciest of the juiciest of articles. And also, let me break down. I'm finally going to break down to you of why it would be a horrible thing for us to legalize marijuana today or uh, at least uh, right now in Nebraska as it sits right now. I'm going to break that all down for you guys. Okay, now. This uh, this ha- this happened. There was a big push of uh, um, for signatures over the over this just this weekend for signatures uh, legalizing of marijuana. Now, um, 
spokesman said, we're not giving up. Push for medical marijuana continues in Nebraska. Nebraskans for medical marijuana were out over the weekend trying to get signatures on two petitions that could put the issue on the November ballot. It's the latest attempt after the Nebraska Supreme Court barred a measure to legalize medical marijuana back in uh, 2022. Now, um, it's the late, um, uh, he was, uh, as they kick things into higher gear, sorry, volunteers and campaign managers say, managers say they're feeling confident. Chris Agars is one, is one of the people fighting hard to get medical marijuana on the ballot. Her seven year old son, Colton, is one of the reasons why. He was unattractable. He has he he has untractable epilepsy, and so several years ago, we were faced with the reality that we had exhausted all treatments based on pharmaceutical drugs, you know, surgical options, things like that. And despite everything we've done, Colton has continued to experience seizures," said campaign manager Krista Eggers. Now, in 2020, the Nebraska Supreme Court ruled the initiative violated the state's single subject rule. Um, so now they're back to work with signing events like on uh, like the one on Sunday in Omaha. One petition would provide criminal protection for anyone over 18 or caregiver who has written recommendation recommendation from a licensed physician, physician assistant, or a nurse pr- practitioner. Anyone under 18 would also need a parent or legal guardian's consent. The second sets up the manufacturing and distribution of marijuana, which is something that is. Guys, we're going to get to this. I'm going to break down and I'm going to give you some information that um, it's I'm going to give you guys the reality of why there's such a pushback from Governor Pete Ricketts. And I'm also going to tell you why he said that uh, marijuana kills people. Even he knows it, it doesn't. I'm going to break it down for you. Right, guys. Uh, with that second sets up the manufacturing distribution of marijuana. When the ballot initiative was relaunched in October, Governor Ricketts reaffirmed his stance against the medical marijuana, saying in a statement, these new petitions are simply one more effort to allow the multi-billion dollar marijuana industry to establish a foothold in Nebraska. Ricketts added the evidence of harm caused by the commercialization of marijuana as a quote, undisputable. Eggers said they'll need 80,000, 87,000 valid signatures on each petition to make it on the ballot, and she's sure they'll get there. I am very, very confident. I hate to, I hate to you, I hate to, I hate to you know, put all my eggs in one basket, so to speak. But yes, Eggers said the deadline for all these signatures is July seventh. Now, if the if this petition does not make it onto the ballot, Nebraskans would be able to vote on this issue in November. Now, I'm going to break down um, why uh, why uh, this is actually the uh, one of the statements that. Ricketts was hinting towards, and he was trying to get uh, the Omaha citizens and the people of Nebraska really understand what he was saying by allowing the multi-billion-dollar marijuana industries in here. Because you have to understand that these uh, these uh, what he means by multi-billion-dollar industries of the marijuana company. He's talking. He, we're trying. What we're trying to do is prevent the California industries. That have taken a very, very big foothold of the medical marijuana field and bringing their ideologies to the Omaha and the Nebraska area because they know because as soon as once they get in, they that furthers that they can further change legislation. They can change legislation on guns now. They can change legislation on Taxes that changes legislation on banks that don't want anything to do with it. And I'm a big proponent of banks. But one thing I can tell you is there are certain banks that we actually need. 
we really, really need, okay? They have nothing to do with the Federal Reserve. They're actually backed by gold. They're actually backed by real, real material, okay? Now, this is what he was trying to say. We are trying, what we are trying to do is prevent very hard left wing politicians from coming to the state of Nebraska and completely changing our laws completely behind the Omaha's people, the Omaha people's back and then behind the Nebraska, the Nebraskans people's back. And what Governor Ricketts is trying to do is stop that. He's not, it's not that he actually believes that medical marijuana is killing people. No, no, no. It's not that he actually believes that. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, if we don't, if we don't, as sad as it says, we need to get behind that. We do not need to legalize marijuana in Nebraska until we have established our own franchises. The Nebraska people have established their own franchises with the medical industries, with the marijuana industries in Nebraska that will help Nebraska, that will keep it in Nebraska, that we can grow it at an organic rate and keep it organic. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Now, this is Subliminal Message Studios. I will be getting so much more news to you in the next hour. We have a late night podcast that will be going down around six or seven. I will see you then. This is Subliminal Message Studios, and I am your host, Leonardo. I am out of here.